0: or you can find us at our website, medorachurch.com. It is our prayer that today's message inspires you, encourages you, and that the kingdom of God is advanced in your life. Let's get right to the word of the Lord today.
1: Praise the Lord. Let's go to the, the word of the Lord out of Genesis chapter 28. Genesis chapter 28, verse 10. And Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. And he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set. And he took stones of that place and put them for his pillows and lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed. Behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. And behold, the the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham thy father, and the God of Isaac, the land whereon thou liest. To thee will I give it, and to thy seed. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south. And in thee and in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And behold, I am with thee and will keep thee in all places whither thou goest and will bring thee again into this land. For I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken of uh, to thee of. And Jacob awakened out of his sleep and he said, Surely... The Lord is in this place. And I knew it not. And he was afraid and he said, how dreadful is this place. This is none other but the house of God and this is the gate of heaven. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put for his pillows and set it for a pillar and poured oil upon it. And he called the name of that place Bethel. But the name of that city was called Luz at, at the first. And Jacob vowed a vow saying, If God will be with me and, I will, and, and, and will keep me in this place that I go, and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on, so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God. And this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house. All that thou shalt give me, I will surely give the tenth unto thee. And for uh, another quick reading out of Revelation chapter 3, verse 10 through 13. Because thou kept the word of my patience, I will also keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world, to try them that dwell upon the earth. Behold, I come quickly hold that fast which thou hast that no man take thy crown him that overcometh will i make a pillar in the temple of my god and he shall go no more out and i will write upon him the name of my god and the name of the city of my god which is new jerusalem which cometh down out of heaven from god and i will write upon him my new name he that hath an ear let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Praise the Lord. I'd like to preach to you a pillar, a uh, pardon me, a pillow to a pillar. A pillow to a pillar. There for a moment. I thought I was from Kentucky, and I was gonna say a pillar to a pillar. But that would be confusing, wouldn't it? Would you pray for us, Bishop? Gil?
0: touch us, anoint the man of God to deliver what you have impressed upon him, yes. that we may grow by it and, and be strengthened by it, in yes. Jesus'
1: name, yes, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you for standing. Um, I can't say enough about this church. This is gorgeous. You guys have done a fabulous job. Really, really beautiful. And... um i I'm just so impressed with this uh with this uh worship team uh Not only do they sound wonderful we you know i diana's always going on to see what grace wa- wore that night. She can't watch her sing anymore but uh but she'll get on there to watch you know what she wore and she'll run up to the the offering to see her go around the plate um so uh, occasionally, I get to hear the good singing. And um, I'm telling you, you guys are hitting it out park. And, uh, But also, um, the I love to watch the musicians as well. Um, uh, young Brewer that was up here, he sings and smiles. I love that. Uh, it's awesome. But everybody else has a smile on their face. They're, they're intense into what they're doing, but they are... They are loving what they're doing. It's incredible. And I'd like to say to those of you who might be watching on Facebook or YouTube, you cannot experience it at home like you can here. Oh, oh yeah, there it is. I'm looking at the TV. There you are. So please, please come out. Be a part of this revival. You will not regret it. But I'll tell you that part of that scripture there at the end of... um, where, where Jacob says uh, that I will give a tenth um, I will surely give a tenth unto thee it, it is establishment of tithing before the law yeah, and some people yeah. would question whether tithing is necessary and right there it is and I, I'm not the pastor you're not paying me I'm just here to share something with you
0: <laughs>
1: but let me tell you this okay? the world owes this church a great deal of thanks for the uh, sharing of the Walls and the Gill families. Uh, what a blessing these men and these ladies have been to the uh, Assemblies of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the fellowship of our communities. Um, what, a, what a great, great church to be so generous to, to others. Bishop Gill um, is skilled at all things, man can do anything, have you noticed that? I, I, I'm so impressed with the repurpose of the wood here, I want to point that out, that's just beautiful and there in the back um, from the ceiling that was and, and I've, I've worked with him in some other projects at David's house and Grace's house and what, a, what an amazing fella, I um, such a blessing. Such a blessing. Thank you for being my friend. Yes, Praise the Lord. Amen. Sister Gill is a strong woman that is uh, valued by the many throughout the world. Um, a lady of um, great character and a tremendous lady of God. And we appreciate her. Together, they're, they're generous with their knowledge, their leadership, their encouragement, and their smiles. And uh, genuine in their care for others. Bishop Walls. If I had his number I'd probably call him every week. <laughs> I don't know how many times I'm sitting in my office. Now this is this is true. I sat in my office and go, man, I wish I had Brother Walz's number. I'd ask him what that means. So, <laughs> I'll get that later. <laughs> and uh, oh why. His books, I've been reading a, a couple of them, and I appreciate them. I've got a whole stack of them. Uh, radio programs, I, I, used to, I used to listen to Salem when I was a young, young boy, 14, 15 years old, and would listen to Salem and listen to you and Brother Mark Stumbo whenever he started getting on there. What a blessing, I learned so much from that. And uh, the missions work has touched the countless lives, uh, thousands, but possibly even millions of people. And we appreciate that so much. Pastor Dylan, I admire that young man. And he's kingdom-minded yeah. mindedness, his worker, and the fact that he is a worshiper. Amen. Amen. Yeah. yeah. The whole brewer clan seems to grow daily. <laughs> Such a blessing. And I want you to know that Mama and Papa is my family. Right. Hallelujah. They're part of our family too. And many of you older guys might remember me from the basketball days. um, And, you know, those days when you had your best days. I want you to know I was there because I was probably the guy guarding you. Uh, (laughs) Young and old, bridging generations of camp worshipers and now a worship team that encourages my wife and I. What a blessing. Um. LaBannon, I had, I had wrote you down here, and I, I, I was going to tease you because I never could remember your name in the beginning, and so I, I always called you LaBamba. <laughs> so when I wrote it down, I said, Bannon, call him LaBamba. Ba- La and then I realized that's not even his name either. That hard-working son-in-law, Pastor David, my competitor. <laughs> at golf, badminton, Uh-oh. and phase 10. <laughs> he tries really hard. I'll give him that. <laughs> but at, uh, but one, at one thing, he beats me hand down, hands down, the affections of my baby daughter he stole her heart, and uh, I'm no longer number one, um, and I'm, I'm proud of her, and I'm proud of what you're doing in her life, and I thank you for it, and what a blessing this church is to our, our family, and I'm glad to have my wife of almost 32 years with me tonight. I appreciate my dear, sweet Diana, and also was surprised to have my son and my daughter and my, and my daughter-in-law. Here tonight. Bless him. Okay. Anybody ready for some word?
0: Amen. Amen.
1: LeBannon's back there worshiping. (laughs) I've never had people worship on the preliminaries there before. (laughs) That's great. It's great. Isaac charged Jacob to go to Pandamaram, to the home of Jacob's uncle Laban, to get a wife. Uh, what a setup, right? right? But but God sent him to, to uh, I want to say Labamba, but <laughs> La, Laban's house. Send him, send him to Laban's house because Laban, uh, he probably heard. Laban's got a whole bunch of girls. You can go down there and pick you one. And maybe we can uh, work something out. And uh, that would be good. It would be family. It'd be, uh, we can work that out. Yeah. And uh, Genesis 28, 3 and 4 says, this is Isaac speaking to Jacob. And he says, God Almighty bless thee and make thee fruitful... And multiply thee that thou mayest be a multitude of people. Mm -hmm. And give thee the blessing of Abraham to thee. And to thy seed with thee. That thou mayest inherit the land therewith. Thou art a stranger which God gave unto Abraham. Coming to a place called Luz. Jacob decides to spend the night. Because the sun had gone down. So Jacob gathers The scattered rocks the scattered stones together for his pillows pillows for stones or stones for pillows he is uh, most likely traveling in a summer climate that only makes sense when you're out in the open like that and and making that trip it may be it may be late spring it may be early fall but yet it's it's warm days uh, and possibly warm nights, um, but stones would be cooler. They would be safer because it would raise you up above the the dirt level. So now right. the mites might not get you as bad, or the snakes or the bugs uh, might not get you as bad. Um, stones for pillows—it beats laying flat. Uh, When you got a pillow behind your head, I put some pretty weird things behind my head before just to get elevated, just to have uh, my head not feel so strange when I sleep. Talking about pillows, I asked Grace, I said, Grace, uh, would you take this pillow with you and have it with you during church? And so I walk in, and here's a pillow in my chair. And, uh, so, here's my pillow. <laughs> the problem is, is I, I counted the pillows at my house. There were 10 in my living room. <laughs> okay, there's 10 pillows in my living room. And um, every time I have to go to get a seat, I got to deal with pillows. And here I say, Grace, go you keep the pillow, and what happens, it's in my seat. I had to sit in front of it. Now, for some of you, you might say, well, that'd be great. I, my back hurts or whatever, but, you know, my back hurts, but I don't like pillows. And you know what probably drives me crazy about pillows more than anything? Is if I move them, I have to move them back. I can't just throw him in the floor. I can't just throw him behind the couch. If I come in and she says. You move the pillow. We've got ways of making you talk. And so I, uh, I had to move them back. So what's the purpose of a pillow? And I have to admit, they do make the room look better. Because I looked over there. My niece had thrown all the pillows in the floor, and she was over there playing on them, laying on the floor, on the floor and everything. And I looked over at the pillows at the couch, and it looked bare. And I thought, hey, you know, it does look better with pillows on it. It's decor, right? Right. Um, and, and, and occasionally, somebody might want to take a nap. <laughs> Be careful sleeping on her pillows. But um, I'm just playing with my wife here. So. Um, as much as they're a nuisance, they do make a difference in the room. Jacob dreamed a dream of a ladder reaching from heaven to earth with angels going up and angels coming down. Jacob... Would see the Lord at the top in his dream, and the me- and the message back to him and says, "I am the Lord. I am the God of Abraham and of Isaac. The land where you lie, I will give it to you and your seed." Now I'm going to uh, paraphrase some things. We've already read the actual account, and <clears throat> he says, "Your seed will be like the dust of the earth. Right. You will spread from the east to the west, to the north to the south." And I am with you. Everybody say amen. 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 Praise the Lord. I'm glad he's with me. And will keep you wherever you go. And I love this. He says, and back again. Wherever you go, and back again. Praise the Lord. Because sometimes I go some strange ways, don't you? Sometimes I make some terrible, terrible mistakes. But the Lord goes with me, and he's merciful to me. Yeah. Hallelujah. Doesn't always approve, but he, he's, he's good to me. Yeah. Amen. He loves me. So Jacob awakes. I, I, I kind of see this be, uh, because here just a, a, like a, a verse or two down later, he says he gets up in the morning. So uh, obviously they, uh, Jacob wakes in the middle of the night. And he, he's, he's kind of shaken because the Bible says he's afraid. He said, surely this is the Lord is in this place. Surely the Lord is in this place. And I knew it not. I'm glad I know him. I, I may not be a whole lot of things, but I'm blessed to know him. I I, I know where he is because I can feel him. He speaks to me through words of knowledge. He speaks to me when I'm laying in a bed. He speaks to me in prayer. He's he's my God. He's he's my best friend. He sticketh closer than a brother.
0: I'll
1: tell you, there's nothing sweeter than the Holy Ghost. Praise God. So he says, What a dreadful place. Because he was afraid. Yeah. Uh, dreadful here. I kind of looked it up. And, and it means fearful, terrible, s- scared, afraid. So it, it, it's an accurate word to say a dreadful place. I, don't, I dread going there. I, I don't want everyone to come back here. This is spooky. All right. And so what a dreadful place. I tell you, don't be afraid. This is a house of love. And please don't be afraid of this altar. This is a place of renewing and refreshing. Hallelujah. I don't care where you've been, what you've done, where you're going. I'm telling you, God is going to meet you here. He's going to minister to you. There's going to be people who will come and support you and encourage you and help you. Hallelujah. You're not going to get that finger in the face kind of thing. You're not going to get somebody saying, uh, we're quite distasteful of having you here. You don't belong here. That's nonsense. This is the house of God. Hallelujah. This is a place of love. And everybody's welcome. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Jacob continues. This is... None other than the house of God. Yeah. this is the gate of heaven. Jesus said, I'm the door. He said, there is no other way in right. but by me. Amen. Right. Hey, aren't you glad you know the door tonight? Oh, yeah, yeah. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. No other way. Jacob awakes early in the morning. He takes the stones. And yeah, the stones that were scattered... That now he's gathered together. He's repurposed them for his comfort. Repurposed for his bed. All right. And Jacob takes the repurposed stones. Pillars. Pillows. To make a pillar. Right. Right. So he takes his stones. And he begins to... Stack them on top of each other. And then the scripture says that he takes oil and he pours the oil over the stones. Amen. So this pillar, a monument, a marker, a reminder of a vow to be made right here and right now. Right here and right now. If the Lord will be with me and keep his promises, then I will serve him and keep my promises. For the vow is made in the house of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Because he named it Bethel, right? House of God. It was Lutz. Lutz. It was Lutz, but no longer it's a house of God now. I'm going to rename this place because obviously the Lord's got angels going up and down. He's looking down. He's talking to me in my dreams. This is a place. I'm going to call it Bethel. This is the house of God. And it is a perfect place to make a vow. It's a perfect place to get an anointing on your life. It's a perfect place to allow God to begin to move all over you and begin to change your life. There's nothing like the Lord. I'm telling you. Hallelujah. Jacob set up his pillar and poured oil on it. And he committed his life. Jesus put his name on you in baptism. Do you know that? Hallelujah. Praise God. He put his name on you in baptism. And he poured the oil of anointing in your life through the Holy Ghost. Praise God. God repurposed a life that day. He repurposed a life that was a deceiver, a conniver, a conspirator. He, he repurposed Jacob's life. It was Jacob who had 12 sons who became the 12 tribes of Israel and the priesthood. He said uh, his seed per- produced Joseph. Moses, the kings, the prophets, David, and even Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Jacob stood face to face with Pharaoh in his last days. There was a time when he wrestled with an angel. I'm talking about a guy who was a deceiver, a conniver, a conspirator. And now God has done something in his life that where he's made a commitment, a vow, he sets up a marker, he sets up a a pillar to memorialize a commitment that he made in his life. Whoo! Thank you, Jesus. I'll never forget the pillar I stood beside when I received the Holy Ghost. It was in Bloomington, Indiana, in the basement. Yeah. In the basement of the 11th Street Church, they had a, week, a youth week, 1980. I was 13, almost 14 years old. And, and I'd been going to church. I'd been baptized on March 2nd. This is March 28th. And, and I, I, I'd been out to my brother's house. And that was never a good thing. Because I went out to my brother's house and I lived like the devil and um, did did horrible things not that bad <laughs> but you know I I went out there and and so the last night of this youth Week revival I get to go to church and I'm going there and and I'm headed down the altar uh, down the aisle uh, as as brother Straup is giving a a uh, altar call, and I'm walking down through there, and I, and then I pray, and I come back, and a friend of mine catches me and says, where are you going? I said, well, I've already prayed. He said, oh, no, you haven't, because I hadn't, the guy hadn't even finished the altar call yet, <laughs> <laughs> so he grabs me up and takes me down there, and I, I kneel beside a pillar in the house of God. Right. I kneel beside this pillar, and I begin to pray, and I begin to, to worship the Lord, and there was enough people around me full of the Holy Ghost that I was whisked away in the spirit. And it wasn't like 45 minutes later that I kind of woke up. And I said, wow, this is incredible. All right. Doing this, speaking in tongues. They said, well, about 40 minutes. And let me tell you, I knew nothing about it. Knew nothing about it. It wasn't something that I was producing, something that I had been taught, something that somebody gave me some coaching on. It was just it was just a boy who needed God and sought God beside a pillar that some brother, brother or sister set up to set up a place that would hold up a building. That not only held up the floor, but it held up the platform where the word was preached and the choir sang. And the ceiling was supported on those beams that went down. This was an important place. Yes. Yeah. Praise God. And I received the gift of the Holy Ghost. Right. Yes. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. God took scattered stones of Jacob's life and repurposed them into comforts with promise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then took the comforts and repurposed them into pillars of purpose. Yeah. All right. All right. I have sold many pillars and columns in my life. I used to work at uh, lumber stores and things like that. and uh, I, People would buy pillars from me all the time and columns and things like that. And. And um, the pillar or column is valued by its ability to carry the load placed on it. Amen. So a wood porch post, like many of you might have at home, could carry the load of a roof system bearing down on it. Okay? Um, e- even social distance is six to eight feet. <laughs> this, this post, it, you have the roof line, you have the ceiling. And sometimes that's a truss that cantilevers over and there's a post there that could be decorative. But a lot of times there is some weight that might come down across a beam. And that that weight off of that roof, which might have snow, may have water, may have whatsoever on it, is weighing down on that post and being transferred down to the foot or the foundation. So a basement post would bear the load transferred to it from two or three stories with a roof load as well, even 12 inches of snow on the roof. Right. Many of you have probably walked out when that snow was that thick on your roof and you're going, oh, Jesus, yeah. I sure hope that holds. Maybe a barn that's eight feet on center on trusses and all they've got them purlins going across and you are going, "Ooh." The engineer would skillfully consider what pillar was needed to bear the weight at the point of the building. Pillows can't do that. Pillows can't do that. They squash at the weight of a small child when they play on them, right? I'm not a small child, but... It sure feels good to pray on a pillow. Um, it, it feels good to Indian style on a pillow, right? Um, what is it now called? It's not called Indian style. It's called crisscross applesauce. My apologies to our Native American friends. A 16-inch aluminum square pillar, grooved column, can hold up to 75,000 pounds. Now, there's not that many cans of Dr. Pepper in that, okay? But it is 16 inches and it can hold, that's 37 and a half tons. That's a 16-inch aluminum square column, grooved. Now, a 16-inch square aluminum column that's smooth, grooved versus, or fluted, okay, fluted, can carry 50,000. A few grooves and some impressions make a difference on what you can carry a little bit of effort a little bit of hard work being molded into you that that aluminum goes through a press to create the grooves and it's the same amount of material but it is maneuvered differently so that it has strength right. differently right. you're the same person you used to be but you've gone down some pathways that made you stronger yes. they've gave you repurposed They gave you strength. Amen. Praise God. Revelation chapter 3 verse 10. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience. Oh, hallelujah. I'm glad he's patient with me, aren't you? I will keep thee from the hour of temptation. Because you've endured, I will keep you in the hour of your trial. You, 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 you're going to make it. Turn to somebody and say, you're going to make it. It may be the hardest financial part, period you've gone through, but you're going to make it. And I've been through some hard ones. I'm still here. Right? Hey, I, I, it may be the most difficult time of pain in your life, but you'll make it. Hallelujah. I've gone through some things, and there's been some people in here that have gone through some things... You face cancer, and you'll get through it. Amen? Amen. Amen. You face persecution, but you'll get through it. Yes. God has taken you, and you may be a little bit smooth, but once he works you through the, the grind, if you would, you're going to get stronger. You're going to be blessed. You're going to be increased. Right. Hallelujah. It's still you. But there's God's handprints all over you now. He may have taken you to someplace, but he's bringing you back. He's not left you out there in no man's land. Hallelujah. The old song comes to mind. No, never alone. No, never alone. You promise never to leave me, never to leave me alone. Sing it with me. No, never alone. No, never alone. You promise never to leave me, never to leave me alone. There, I I don't get to do that because I have no timing. So if you're following me, (laughs) behold, I come quickly. Hold fast, which thou hast, that no man can take thy crown. No man. (laughs) No, it won't be long. Hold fast. I'm coming quickly. Hang on. Okay, hang on. Hang on to truth. Hang on to life. Hang on to hope. Hang on to love. Hang on to faith. It's no time to let go. It's no time to give up. It's time to press on and know He's with you and He'll never leave you. You're His prized possession. He bought you with the price. Praise God. And no one not even the devil in hell can take your crown. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Let's look at some biblical crowns. James chapter 1 verse 12. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life. Which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Blessed is the man that endures. He will receive the crown of life that the Lord promised. He promised you, Brother Walls. Amen. Hallelujah. He promised you. You'll make it. Hallelujah. Hold on. Hold on. You're going to go through that trial. You're going to go through that temptation. But you're going to endure. Everybody say endure. Endure. Uh, 2 Timothy 4, 7, and 8. I have fought a good fight. This is Paul. One of the last things he ever wrote. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. The devil can't take your crown. devil can't take your crown. Hallelujah. This particular crown, he's going to get on the other side. The devil may kick you. He may knock you down. He may even take you to a gas chamber or a sickness that you can't get through. But I'm telling you, he can't steal your victory on the other side. And the moment you close your eyes in whatever pain or despair or worry or concern, you're going to go on into eternity in a moment of peace, love, and joy as long as you have that Holy Ghost in your soul. Yeah. Thank, you. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. <laughs> Which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. Not to me only, huh, but unto all them that love his appearing. Is anybody looking for the Lord? Have you lifted up your eyes lately? Have you awakened up in the middle of the night like Jacob and said, Ooh, Jesus is in this place. He's right here right now. I feel him in the room. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And he, Paul in 1 Thessalonians said, our hope, our joy, pardon me, our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing. There ought to be some, there ought, there ought to be some praise coming out of your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. There ought to be a, a, a an head ornament of worship coming on your life. Hallelujah. I'm not talking about a toboggan or a, a derby. I'm talking about a worship that has fallen on you. Uh, that, that which is, you're, you're uh, in submission to the most high. You're in, you're in headship with him. You're following the call of God in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. And I'm rejoicing. Thank you, it's easy to rejoice when you're in the presence of God. Yeah. When it's, and when it's connection is right. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's difficult when you've got to come out and... Lord, forgive me. I, I made some mistakes. I, I've sinned. I've sinned. That, that word needs to come out of your mouth. Um, and I want your forgiveness. I want you to cleanse me. But God's so faithful and merciful. He just comes along and yes. he washes you up new. He repurposes you. You might have been dirty, you might have been splintered, you might have been had some issues in your life, you might have made some mistakes. But God can repurpose you and give you direction, anointing, hallelujah, a work in your life. Him that overcometh. Woo! Will I make a pillar in the temple of my God? All right. All right. And he shall go no more out. And I will write upon him the name of my God. And the name of the city of my God. Right. Overcomers, right. Any overcomers in the house? tonight? Yes. He said, I'll make a pillar. I will make you. A pillar in the house of my God. I will write my name on you. we will write my name on you. If this is to the city, the church of Philadelphia. To the church of brotherly love. The actual meaning of the word of Philadelphia is love as brethren. Love as brethren. So hook up arms with your brother Hook up arms with your sister and go to an altar. Go to a, 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 a prayer meeting. Go to the city. Go to, to the workplace and have revival. Have encouragement. Have love. Right. Woo! Right. And lay aside all this weight. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Medora Church. As, as in Philadelphia, to those of you who will dare to overcome, huh. you will not be decor. All right. yeah. All right. You start as decor because God takes the scattered stones right. and he puts them together and he repurposes them. Yes. And he will put you in a place of rest in a place of renewing. Hey, it's not easy living for the world. There's a lot of hurt and a lot of pain, a lot of discouragement. And the and and the Lord brings you in and he cleans you up and he loves you and your brothers and sisters are there to tend your wounds and minister to you, but the idea is to awaken you at some point and get you off your pillow of your comfort and get you in the battle right. Right. to get you in in the place that you're going to say okay i'm going to make a vow before god i'm going to get i'm going to i'm going to get dirty i'm going to get busy hallelujah i'm going to use my sword and my spirit hallelujah which is the word of god i'm going to whoop there goes. some. Faith. sorry brother perry Be decor. I will not be decor. I, I will be, we will be pillars. All right. yeah. Pillars. Yeah. Oh. Put on me any more than I can bear. Amen. He's going to apply to me what's necessary. I'm going to be called and I'm going to do my job. I'm going to be led of the Spirit. I'm going to walk by faith. I'm going to be what God is calling me today. Do you hear me, Fedora? Do you hear me, yes. Hallelujah. You, friend, brother or sister, can be repurposed from scattered about, stumbling blocks, Even rocks of offense. You can be repurposed to be pillars with purpose. Amen. You you progress your beds of promise into prayer warriors. Load bearers. Ministry supporters. With your time, your talents, and your treasures. Pillars in the house of God. With the name of Jesus all over you. Come on, John. We're called. We're called. Yes. Amen? Yes. Called. Every one of us got a calling on our lives. Yes. We're yes. called. That you can sit down. Thank you. But you don't have to. Yes. We got a calling on our lives. Yes. To step out into the presence of God. Yes. We've been awakened. You know they're talking about being woke and all that kind of stuff. They come way too long. Too late for me. I've been awake for a long time. Yes. Amen? hallelujah i love everybody so they don't have to tell me about black lives matter i love everybody in the church we love everybody praise god i'm not throwing stones i'm offering a place of rest and peace hallelujah we're we're a powerful people with the name of jesus on us Amen. And today's society needs a powerful church. There's enemies coming against us. We are, we are fighting for our lives right now. We're, we're fighting for our very purpose right now. And when we can be lulled to sleep with every Coles, uh sail that comes down the pike, you get 50% off. off, 30% off. Well, let me tell you, they do that every week. Well, I'm not going to be lulled to sleep with the media's reaching, trying to change. um, uh, I'm not going to just say America, but they're trying to change the world. They're trying to squash Christianity. Am I, am I right? Yeah, you're right. I'm, not, I'm not just being a conspiracy theorist here, right? You know why I know that? Because it's the end times. And the Bible tells us that's exactly what's going to happen. So I'm not going to fight against being, all this stuff being shut down. I'm going to fight for souls that are going to be lost. I'm going to fight for the ones that are sitting here right now that need to be at this altar when I'm finished. That are going to be laying out and they're going to be looking for a a way of escape. And I want you to know that God has made that way of escape for you. God has prepared a way for you. And he's coming back. He said, Behold, I come quickly. He's coming again. Will you stand with me tonight? He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. coming." And you've got to be ready. Your experience is brand new. Hey, I don't want you to worry about pillows, okay? But those of you who have been around for a little while, it's time to be pillars. Hallelujah. It's time to find that sagging place and be a support. See, when we sold them at the stores, a lot of times what would happen is these guys would buy these houses and the floors would be like this. And they'd say, hey, you, got any, you got any barrel? um uh, jacks you yeah, ain't barrel barrel Jackson we'd have those and then he'd say okay I I, I I need some I need some short posts and what those posts would do is they would put them up underneath their found on the in the foundation and they begin to slowly crank those up okay and then they go over here and crank this one up a little bit so it'd all come out level and let me tell you God said hey you got, you got to wait on my on me patiently my word you got to wait on Wait on me in this situation. I'm coming again. Behold, I come quickly. It's gonna happen, but it may take, it may take a little while. It may take you being patient for it. It may take you being willing to wait for it. Is there anybody willing to wait for it? I told, I can tell you right now, what I came out of isn't worth going back to. So I'm willing to wait right here on the Lord. I'm willing to look up, hallelujah, for my redemption. Back after church that is without spot or wrinkle or any such thing. Hallelujah. Are you ready? If it came tonight.
0: Thank you for listening to the MPC podcast. We trust that today's message has inspired you, encouraged you, and strengthened you in the Lord we would like to invite you to join us again by simply subscribing to our podcast and we encourage you to write a review if it has been a blessing to you. Again, you can find us at medorachurch.com to learn more about our ministry.